latest episode of the Step Back Podcast here on Fanside. You can catch us on all of your favorite podcast apps, including Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We're here now twice a week, so check out our other episode in the last one. We went through the Eastern Conference All-Stars. We're still waiting on the reserves for both conferences, but we went through the entire East after the starters were named for both. And we decided basically who should be on the team as a whole. And then, of course, once these teams are picked, then on the day of the All-Star game itself, Giannis and LeBron are the captains, and then they can choose their own team. So essentially, we're just trying to figure out who should be the 24 guys that should be eligible at that point. We've given you 12 Brady Hawk, you can follow Brady Hawk 305, and me, Ethan Skolnick, you can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick at 5 Reasons Sports. Uh, that's the number 5 Reasons Sports. Uh, we told you pretty much uh, who our 12 were. He and I were, were totally on par with the top 10 in the Eastern Conference. We differed a little on the last two, but not all that much. So we'll put that episode up with this one when we promote it. We're going to go through the Western Conference today, and, and let's start here with the starters. We did the same thing in the Eastern Conference the front court, two of these guys are just an absolute given. Uh, LeBron James and Nikola Jokic, do we have any issue with either of them, Brady? Definitely not. Those are two guys that are literally in the MVP conversation. So I think uh, those two were pretty obvious. It was more so about that final front court spot, I feel like. All right, so let's get to the final front court spot because there's no question when Zion has played, he's played at an all-star level this year. But as usual, he hasn't played that much. Uh, so, I mean, we, we have – we were kind of trying to establish kind of a minimum guideline for games in the Eastern Conference. Zion is nowhere near there. Uh, so what do we do with that? I mean, should he be on the team at all before we start whether or not he should have been a starter? Yeah, I think he should have been on the team. But it's it's not like a given for me because we're going to go down the line later. And it just feels like uh, there's a lot of guys that are in that same realm of games. Um, so I would say he should be on the team. But look, he's played 29 games the Pelicans have fell to the eight seed in the Western Conference, so it's not like it's a given. There's a lot of other guys that would have been deserving, but it's also this is an all-star game, and it's about kind of those guys that pop, and Zion's just one of those guys. So I'm not surprised he got it, but the, the twenty, the fact that he's in that upper 20 range, is that's a, that's a tough number. All right. If not him, Brady, who? Because I'm looking at the front court, and I will just say, you know, you think in the Western Conference, I, I've covered so many all-star games, and – I was always like, okay, there are four or five guys who are huge names, who've had huge seasons, and they're not even making the team. I don't see that this year. Uh, Anthony Davis has hardly played at all. There are not a ton of great bigs in the Western Conference this season. And so, I mean, the the two names that keep popping up here would be Laurie Markkinen and Sabonis. And before the season, I I don't know that anybody would have considered, certainly Markkinen not an all-star. I mean, he was – Essentially, you know, when that trade was made for made for Donovan Mitchell, Markin was okay. It's a nice piece that they'll probably move again. Not, you know, he's going to become a cornerstone of the Utah franchise, and we'll see if they resign him or if he's moved at the deadline. And then Sabonis, we talked about the guy that he was traded for, Halliburton, who you think is an All Star, I think is borderline All Star in the Eastern Conference. But Sabonis's numbers are good enough. Would those be the only two guys that you would consider for that third front court spot? Yeah, I would say so. I'd say it's tougher for marketing because I don't know how you make the case for like a guy that's barely in the play in to be a starter. Like it feels like that's just tough. But Sabonis, I think, has a valid case. Like that would be the guy I think you would throw in the mix. The fact that nobody had this Kings team on the map at all in this range. The fact that uh, he's kind of been their best player on a team that's a three C that is overly going through the expectations. Uh, bare numbers. I think people look at it and see that he doesn't he hasn't cracked the twenty mark. 
So how can a guy that doesn't crack the 20 mark get in that all-star starter, uh, starter range? But look, he's, he's played 46 games. He's averaging 19, 12, and 7. Like He's kind of been the base of that Sacramento Kings team. So if there was a guy, I would say it would be Sabonis. And, and we'll get into him next because he's, I think, a lock for the, the reserves range. All right, but we're going to put him on the reserves. So he's going to be one of our reserves. It's just we had a couple in the Eastern Conference. We said are definitely going to be reserves. We're going to, we're going to put Sabonis to the side as we pick seven reserves. He's going to be one of them. Let's go to the backcourt in the Western Conference. Uh, Luca, there's no debate, so we're not no discussion necessary. Uh, the second spot there, would you have gone with Ja over Steph Curry because of games? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Steph is Steph is Steph. It's like it's one of those things. I just don't know how. Like as much as we talked about the Eastern Conference stuff, like bringing KD off the bench just doesn't seem like it's something the NBA is going to do. Uh, and bringing Steph off the bench in a season, this kind of season he's having, I don't think it's possible. I think uh, he's, you mentioned the games, I think, what is he, eight games less played mm-hmm. than Ja, but he's averaging 36 and six. I think you might be able to make a better case for Shea just because his base numbers mm-hmm. have been better. Uh, but also, I just don't think you're going to start a guy that's in the 11 seed over Steph Curry. So I, I don't really, I don't have a problem with that one. Well, the funny thing about the 11 seed is we're speaking here. Um, just to be fair on that, the Warriors, as we're talking, are in the six seed. The Thunder and the 11 seed, they are one game apart. Yeah, literally one game apart. In fact, if you even go up a little further, the Clippers are in. I've never seen it like this. I it has never been like this before. The Clippers are in the four seed. They are two games ahead of the Thunder, who are in the 11 seed, and three games ahead of the Trailblazers who are in the 12 seed. It's almost like the season hasn't even happened. It, it's like everything that's happened at this point has been largely irrelevant. So the records, I, I don't know that we can talk about seeding. I, I think we've got two teams in the Western Conference who've clearly established themselves as the best, which have been Denver and Memphis. The Kings have been this unbelievably surprising outlier. Okay. And then everybody from the Clippers, Wolves, Warriors, Mavericks, Pelicans, Suns, Jazz, Thunder, Blazers, just – and honestly, the Lakers, since they – they are only three games behind the five seed, three and a half games behind the four seed. No wonder LeBron wants him to trade for more players. I, I just throw that four through 13 in, in a blender. Like I, th- there is no difference really between any of these teams. The Clippers could have one bad week and be behind the Lakers. I mean, I, it's, it's, and they're four and 13. So I don't think we should take seeding into account. I think it's performance and I think it's games played in the Western conference and you know, as I look at it, I say, obviously, Steph should be on the team, so we don't really have to have that conversation. I, I do think, if that's the case, we put SGA on the team, right? That's a given. OKC, doesn't matter the seed. They could be the 12 seed, 13 seed. Guy's had a monster season, right? He's in? Yep. Yep, he's in. Okay, Jaws in? Correct. We put Sabonis in. So that's yep. that's six through eight. Okay, we got four spots left. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so now let's take, uh, before we get to sort of the bottom of this, I want to look at the two teams at the top of the conference because they have separated themselves. Do either the Grizzlies or the Nuggets deserve a second player? Like I, I was kind of saying, I think a case can be made. I think Jaron Jackson and Aaron Gordon have kind of been thrown in the conversation of a case to be made, but there's just too much talent. Like you're saying, you're talking about the records and being close and in the separation and stuff. It's like, there's just too much talent when you look down the line here that I don't think Jaron or Gordon really get that nod. Uh, so a case can be made, but I just don't know how valid it's going to be. So I, I don't think so. I think they, uh, both teams probably just get their, their one main guy. And to All be right, fair, so- to be fair, like I'll say that if we are going to have that conversation and say that they're, separating themselves in the West and they have one guy that might be where Jaws case comes in to be that type of starter. Because if he's the only all-star that you could really make a case for, he's played all the games and they separate themselves in the West. That's his case for all-star starter. But like I said before, it just, it, it's stuff. So. Okay. All right. So let's, let's look at the rest of the conference. We're not going to go to triple J or to Aaron Gordon. We're not going to necessarily reward this with a second player. Do the Sacramento Kings deserve a second player? Would you put De'Aaron Fox on this team? Yeah, I would. That was what the the kind of that wild card spot. I think, uh, like I said, it's it's wild because we're not including like the second best player on the on the other two teams that we are for here. But that's kind of how they've been built. Like they've been built around these two players that have been very good for them. He's averaging twenty four, four and six, and you know they added that new clutch award, and he's probably looking at himself to get that award. Like he has been insane. Like the the Kings have been in so many clutch games. He has one hundred and eight clutch points. Like that's only behind DeRozan. But he's shooting 60% in the clutch. Like, he has been so good in that range. He's won them game after game to get them in that spot where it's like you, there, there's a lot of talented guards in the bottom of this list, but it feels like Fox is deserving, I think. Okay, so we're already adding Ja, SGA, and Fox to the backup backcourt. I think we've got room for only one more. Uh, so let me give you the list of names. Uh, former teammates in Portland, CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard. Anthony Edwards and Devin Booker, who hasn't played a whole lot. Desmond Bain might have been the second all-star in Memphis if he had played more consistently. Who if you're I'm saying you got one more guard, who are you taking? I have Dane. I think it has to be Dane. Like you, you were mentioning that the record's not mattering. They're in the 12 seed, but like I said, like they could make a trade and kind of build back up to that top six range. Like they were just in the one seed for a while. Uh even though he, it feels like he's missed more games. Like when you look at the, we keep talking about the games played and I keep finding it interesting the more I look at it because it feels like he's missed a lot more, but he's still at the 37 mark, which is pretty good in today's league. Like that's not Just a bad sad. number, yeah. so, which is very sad, but it's the like a decent number for an all-star against these other guys. So 37 games played, he's averaging 37 and four. He's obviously the best player on that team. I think uh, he would kind of get the final guard spot for me. Okay, so now we're at nine players. Um, well, actually, ten players because Zion's on there, even though we might not necessarily have put him there. We've got only one team that's got two guys. Otherwise, you're pretty much just spreading it around the conference. We got two spots left. I don't want to take another guard. Um, are we eliminating Devin Booker so that Phoenix has no representation? Yeah, I think you know he's at 29 games, which is actually same number of games as Zion, which it, it, that does not feel like it. I feel like Zion's played more actually. Then Booker, I feel like we haven't watched him in ages, but I don't know. I just, it's, we have, Booker has not played enough. And the fact that the Suns have not been good either may help his case, 
but I just I, there's too much guard play in this this conference to just give him uh, a spot with 29 games. All right, so uh, we're not going there. Does Paul George get a spot? So this is weird because I was going back and forth, back and forth between these two guys, and it was Anthony Edwards. Can, he can qualify for the front court spot, correct? Yes. Or am I wrong? So no. It, it, this is where I was looking at because uh, I was going back and forth between these two players, and I was comparing the two, and I was looking at Paul George is averaging twenty four six and five. Anthony Edwards is averaging twenty five six and five. So almost the same exact numbers. You talk about the the records. The Clippers are a four seed. The Timberwolves are a five seed. But like you said, it's 28 and 25, 27 and 25. They're basically the same exact uh, range. So they're, they're so comparable. So if we're looking at giving the nod at first, I was thinking it was going to be Paul George. But Paul George is 36 games played to the Anthony Edwards, 52 games played. I think you have to go Anthony Edwards. So so I was kind of going back and forth between the two. But I, I feel like the, that number differential is like the case closer, in my opinion. So I would give it to Anthony Edwards. Okay, so you're going to Anthony Edwards, and then we've got one left, right? Who's yeah. your last? Who's your wild player? It, it's well, still, I'm still in the front court spot. That's marketing, yeah. I think okay. marketing deserves it. I feel like the fact that we could have made a case for an all star starter, like he's he definitely deserves a spot off the bench, even though the Jazz are kind of uh, and we like you said, you talked about the records not mattering, like. You also can't fault a guy on a team like the Jazz that are trying to get worse and, and fault him for being on a bad team. Like he's the reason that they're in this position that they're like trying to get worse. Like they thought they were going to be a lot worse. So marketing definitely deserves a spot in my opinion. All right, so there we go. Here's our roster. Um, we'll see if people agree or don't agree. LeBron, Jokic, Zion. Again, he's there. Uh, we I think we're okay with him being on the team. Luca Curry. Ja, Dame, SGA, Fox, Edwards, Sabonis, Markinen. Final touch. Yep, that's it. I mean, Anthony Davis, we didn't mention, but 27 games played. I know if everybody's going to like mention the fact that Zion's in there with 29 and then Booker and AD are just kind of pushed apart, but it's like maybe they get the nod over somebody that I, I just don't know. I just feel like as it, I know we keep bringing up records, but a team that in the Lakers that right now at this moment is the 13 seed. How do you give them two all-stars one of the guys has barely played? So it's it's tough. I think these other guys are more deserved. Absolutely. All right. Brady, follow Brady Hawk at BradyHawk305. Compare with our picks. We're going to put them up on Twitter here over the next couple of days. Check out the rest of the content on Fansite. We'll be back early next week.